Oh, hello there, loyal listener. Tom Whitcomb here, host of Show Some Respect, Tom Whitcomb is Talking. Quick reminder, my Melbourne International Comedy Festival show starts on the 10th of April. If you are in Melbourne or you know anyone from Melbourne, please send them to the show or come along. It's going to be a great time. Also, if you haven't already, make sure you hit subscribe on the podcast, so Spotify or Apple, whoever, reminds you that this podcast is coming out when it comes out. Uh, We've got a great episode for you today. We're talking about voting. We're talking about finances. We're talking about how my wedding is going to bankrupt me. So please enjoy the show and, uh, yeah, get into it. Hello. Hello there. Welcome to another installment of Show Some Respect. Tom Whitcomb is talking. Hey, you know what I just discovered? Is that this theme song is actually way longer than I realised. It goes like five minutes. And I kind of remember when I first got it, I only ever gave you 30 seconds of it because it does get... It gets a bit weird around here. There's a different vibe. It's still good. James Dunlop, creator of the uh, theme song from over in the UK, audio producer extraordinaire... Just really took some creative liberties with the last four minutes and 38 seconds of this one. Listen, it's a lot, isn't it? And now it gets like kind of ravey and electro. Remember the start? It's nothing like this. We're going to keep, we might have to keep listening. I'm just going to leave it in the background there. Very foreboding. It's uh, it's excellent to be, no, I don't like it. I can't. It's, it's too much. It's still playing. I don't know if you guys are familiar with how podcast equipment works. Listen. Still going. We'll check in in a couple of minutes and see. The drums are back. It's pretty cool. We'll come back in a few minutes and see how it's going. It's great to be here. Happy uh, whatever day it is. Tuesday? Is it Tuesday? You listened to the day it came out? Good for you. Good for you. You didn't want to wait. Sometimes I release the podcast late. And I remember the first couple of times I did it, getting a few messages from people saying, hey, the podcast isn't out yet. What happened? And being like, wow, people are really waiting for it. And then sometimes I get a message on Thursday being like, hey, just checking, was there meant to be a podcast this week? And I was like, wow, no one even noticed. Life just kept, kept on kicking on like nothing ever happened. So uh, look, if you've tuned in on a Tuesday morning, if you just could not wait to get your weekly dose of uh, showing some respect, fair play to you. I appreciate you. You're doing the Lord's work. And that is supporting another podcast that by all rights has no reason to exist. And yet here it is. Here it is. I did a podcast earlier this week, a far more successful one called A Thousand and One Songs That Make You Want to Die. I think that might be out now. We talked about Ollie Murs. Uh, Ollie Murs, the X Factor runner up, named after Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, I believe. Or maybe Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome was named after him. Who knows? We're listening to his song, uh, which is called um, I Hate You When You're Drunk. And I don't know if you've heard this song. It's, it's interesting, it's an interesting song. Because on face value, the lyrics are very, how you say, bad. But if you choose to reinterpret the lyrics, if you take it as just a man getting angry at his girlfriend for having too many drinks, it's a horrible song. If you interpret it as a man on the other side of the bar watching a woman he's never spoken to have an internal monologue about this woman's night out, it is, it is haunting. It is moving. It could it could be played over this. Still going. 
would you like to if you would like to hear the full unedited five minute version of this song get in touch more than happy to share around I was given all five minutes of it. It's not my fault I've only used the first 30 seconds. Then whose fault is it, Tom? Fair. It is my fault. Totally my fault. Check out 1001 Songs That Make You Want to Die. The reason I bring it up is not just because you should go and listen to, to my episode and all the other episodes that, that I have done on it. None of the other ones. Don't. If I'm not, in, if I'm not credited, I don't want you listening to it. Is um, the, uh, the, 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 I was going to say lead. He's definitely got lead man energy on that podcast. I don't know if it's intentional or otherwise. Chibs, that's his name, Chibs. I, I imagine he was named after some uh, obscure American snack brand. That's what it sounds like, doesn't it? Hey, pass the Chibs. Yeah, that's... Uh, chibs sounds like something that should give you diabetes. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if Chibs had it. And I only say that because I know he's a fan. I know he's listening. There's your shout-out, Chibs. Thanks for listening. He was talking about how he, he finds uh, this podcast... Very soothing, like very. There's something quite, he said, quite calming about me just rambling on. Uh, I have another friend, Matt, who might be listening as his head hits the pillow because little Matt likes to listen to my voice as he drifts off to sleep. And both of those, as pieces of feedback, are equal parts reassuring and deeply hurtful. That you know, it's not really so much what you say, Tom, but the way that you say it, the way that you just kind of prattle on for 30 minutes. It's kind of like, you know, there are those sleep podcasts where they just kind of talk in gibberish for 45 minutes. That's that's the role I am playing in some of my most loyal listeners' lives. I'm spending all of this time during the day, like, what am I going to talk about on the podcast? It doesn't matter. No, they, you really loyal fans, you could just read the dictionary and they wouldn't even notice because they are out for the count before you've even gotten halfway through. Which might be for the best, because after about halfway, I'm like, fuck, what am I going to talk about now? It's, uh, But no, not this week. Not this week. I'm feeling good. It's a Sunday afternoon. I'm sitting in the podcast studio, a.k.a. my dog's room. That's right. My dog has a room. That's the level of privilege I'm dealing with. My dog, it's not, my dog, my dog doesn't sleep on our bed. Of course not. He has his own bed. Um, that's, uh, I, I really feel quite uncomfortable about the way people treat their pets in 2023. And I feel even more uncomfortable as to how quickly I've fallen into line with the trend. Instantly. You better believe I have inadvertently called my partner, my dog's mum. And this is coming from someone who is deeply, deeply troubled by that whole dynamic. I really don't like it. This, you know, the fur baby phenomena, the... My dog has a has a has a go to daycare. This is this is no way to live. Um, we are truly at the precipice of the end of, of, of Western civilization as we know it. At least I hope. If the if the world was to come to an end tomorrow, I've been watching The Last of Us, so I am in an apocalyptic mindset. I, I don't know uh, who would last longer, me or my dog, because my dog is more animal but also less resilient. My dog, I always said this, nothing that ends with an oodle was ever meant to exist in this world. We have, we have cushioned the world around those dogs to make sure they can survive. Um, and, uh, and I often think, you know, when push came to shove, would I eat my dog? If we were locked in the house, if COVID, you know, didn't just affect old people and we took it a bit more seriously. Because don't forget, we were in the midst of a global pandemic and yet for a lot of it, I was having a cafe baked cookie every single day. 
Um, and, and, and it was, by the letter of the law, essential. According to the New South Wales government, my $6 chocolate chip uh, and my $7 iced latte were necessities. They were. The, the, the barista was on the front line the whole time, and, th- and God bless him. Um, and, I, and I just think, if, what if in a world where, where we, weren't, we, we weren't willing to just go out at the drop of a hat because we might die as opposed to just the people who own all the property and are going to leave it to us, those being, of course, if you follow along, the elderly. If I was really locked inside and had no way of getting food and uh, people started hoarding not just toilet paper but also things you need to survive, could I eat the dog? Um, and look, I'm unsure about it, but just in case, I have been just feeding him a bit more just to make sure when push comes to shove, it's not too stringy. And uh, was that too was that too gross? Was that has that has that at all soured uh, those of you who might be trying to to drift off to a peaceful slumber as you think about me just really tucking in to a, a miniature labradoodle, which is, if I'm honest, there's no meat on the bone right now. We need to work on that because um, the end is nigh. Uh, but what else do I have to talk to you guys about? Well, look, today I'm gonna, I'll, I'll tell you. Well, we can talk about voting. You know, huge result over the weekend. I don't know how it happened. I mean, I didn't vote for the Labor Party um, in any of the several votes that I did uh, to, to get my people over the line. So I, I look baffled, don't understand what Dom Perrottet did wrong. How many children does he need to have before you realise he's the he's the father this state needs? And um, some other things that happened over the weekend. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit. I don't know if you guys know. It was uh, Neurodiversity Celebration Week last week. I hope you out you were out there celebrating neurodiversity by having an awkward conversation with a coworker or misunderstanding a metaphor. You know, really living living up the the neurodiverse ways that you exist. We we got to talk about that for a little while. I think um, I'm going to talk to you about my wedding. Uh, and uh, then I'm going to beg you for money because it is going to financially ruin me. My wedding is like it makes it makes the financial losses of Adelaide seem like dropping five cents on a walk and not being bothered to pick it up afterwards. It is going to be outlandish, and um, and that'll be it. I'll tell you a little bit about look my investment strategy. I think we've all seen uh, the rise of uh, the the these fintocks. I don't know if you know those, these TikTok channels that, fo- that focus on uh, financial well-being advice. I think it's about time that I got in on that. And I think I have a lot to offer. Because um, I don't know if you guys know, I, I, uh, I own a home. I have a full-time job. I've got a thriving superannuation. And uh, look, and, and despite how well I am doing in a financial situation, um, I still see very few people following in my footsteps you know, these people who were really struggling with the increasing cost of living and he haven't even thought about being born into a rich family. It's, it's, it's just baffling. You'd think when someone lays the blueprint, you might follow suit. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's, let's hop into it. What do I got to talk about? Well, we, all, we voted this weekend, didn't we? If you're in the state of New South Wales, maybe you're from elsewhere. If so, hang up. I don't need you. I don't need you listening to this. I'm only interested in... No, that's not true. You, maybe you're from Melbourne. And actually, to be fair, it's not even New South Wales. It's, it's, it's metropolitan areas. So if, you, if, you, if you're listening from a thriving metropolis, uh, you know, like so in Australia, that could be Sydney, could be Melbourne. 
then of course keep listening. But if if you if you're from a regional town like Wagga Wagga or Brisbane, I don't really need. No, not at all. I'm in no place to be turning people away. Come on, come all. Come and pretend that you live in Sydney for a little while as you listen to this. Close close your eyes and listen to the sound of the harbour. Imagine the sails of the Sydney Opera House and think that you too might be living a life of broader cultural meaning. But <laughs> the one piece of feedback, I think I talked about this, that I got from my... Uh, one piece of negative feedback I got from my Adelaide reviewer, my Adelaide show, was like, hey, uh, how about leaving the bagging Adelaide jokes at home next time? We've just had four weeks of fringe with international and domestic artists to like ragging on our city as they come and try to take our money. In my case, unsuccessfully, but still, that was the intention. And it is fair. Uh, I do think... I just think it's so funny. Every if, if you are from Sydney or Melbourne and you uh, haven't lived outside of those cities, I bet you have had this conversation at least once. You've gone on a domestic holiday and you've gone, you've said this, I definitely have. You know, Perth is actually really nice. You know, Adelaide is actually quite cool. Because I don't know if we were there for uh, three days and we went to a different restaurant on each day and we didn't even double up. <laughs> You wouldn't believe it. Perth. You know Perth, that uh, 500,000 person city uh, with a thriving mining community uh, and, and, and something of a tourist hub. It's crazy. They also have, uh, have uh, Betty's Burgers. It, it's ama- they've come a long way. Like you're surprised that a, a city center in one of the world's wealthiest countries, like it's actually, Brisbane is not so bad. You'd be amazed. 5G internet? I mean, it is. 4K televisions in certain pubs, it was a, 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 an, a, an absolute discovery for us. Uh, we, you know, Sydney and Melbourne, we just, we think we're it. And, um, and, and we're paying the price for it. If we, if, how, how long are we going to hold on to this misnomer that we're the only two cities when we have to pay three times as much for the same house? You know? Yeah, you can... Living, <laughs> living in Sydney is the, uh, the national equivalent of having uh, the worst house in the best street. For most of us, that's the only option. Like you want to you want you want to stick to the idea that Sydney is the only real city in Australia? All right, well, enjoy living in an apartment your entire life. That's the, that's the world I'm coming to terms with. We were, but anyway, I digress. We went to vote on Saturday, went down to the local school and you know had a look at the, uh, the barbecue menu with the democracy sausage, which is a, the only part of voting that any of us seem to really care about anymore. Is What pun-based name have they given the sausages? Is it, oh, Min's Meat Pie. That's very funny. That's pretty good. Um, and then I get, you know, I do look forward to that. And then I get to the polling booth and I get to the front of the line and I'm like, oh, yeah, I am totally uninformed. Oh, that's right. I have no idea what anybody stands for. All, all I can tell about, all I can base my vote on is do I feel more or less like my father this year? Because I know who he's voting for. And do I want to fall into line or do I want to rebel? That's all I can. And then it's like, how, how much of a rebellion? Are we going? Are we going all the way? Are we rebellion? Are we going greens, or are we just going labour, keeping it in the you know keeping it in the family, keeping it realistic, or do we go full just turned eighteen and vote for the legalised marijuana party? Because uh, it's just I have no idea. There should be a box that you can tick on your voting form where you're like, look, if it gets close, just ignore me. 
if this gets, if we get to the business end of things, I've just taken a punt, honestly, just rip this up. And pretty much everybody should be ticking that box. I No idea. No, we've got a Labor government now. I have I just no clue what that could mean uh, or why I would care. And uh, hey, if you know, write in because God knows I've got no clue. Um, that was the closest thing we got to any sport for me this weekend. Very disappointing. That's not entirely true. I am about to go and watch UFC highlights and watch some men get uh, get some... Some some routine brain damage for my for my personal well being, uh, and just general enjoyment. But otherwise, not not enough of it for me. I mean, my big thing is the Sydney Roosters, my big rugby league team, did not play this weekend. Heavily disappointing. Very 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 sad about that. I kind of base my whole weekend as to when the Roosters are playing. So that's a big thing. And Newcastle United Football Club, even my English Premier League team. There's an international break, so none of that. So. Um, I just kind of decided to drink instead, I guess. That's just what I'm going to have to do to fill the time. Yeah, I'm not a huge drinker by any means. Although in saying that, I have had a drink every single day for a couple of weeks now since I left for Adelaide, which is not usually my thing. I think some people... I had a guy I used to work with who used to like brag about having an alcohol-free day. Like it was as if he'd run a marathon. He was like, oh, just... Having an alcohol-free day today, I feel so much better. When only six days of the week I'm uh, I'm drunk by seven p.m. I just it the world comes alive. I usually kind of stick myself to drinking on a Friday, Saturday, maybe on a Sunday. It's just been every day recently, and I I have a whole new appreciation for uh, problem drunks because you do realize I woke up yesterday. I woke up yesterday in just the most anxious of moods. I don't know whether any of you suffer from anxiety or not. Um, and if you do, hopefully, like me, your anxiety is also self-diagnosed. I don't know if any of you have uh, read a post on Instagram and instantly given yourself a mental illness the way that I have. Uh, but um, just the tiniest things were setting me off. I almost strangled that dog of mine just over, over barking. Who does he think he is barking in my house? Unbelievable. And uh, I was worried about it. I just remember that day. Just being like, this is going to be a shit day. Everything is going to be a nightmare. I'm not, I'm not looking forward to anything. There's not even any like rugby league to look forward to. That's a sad state of affairs, isn't it? Where I'm like, well, I, I might have a panic attack, but if the Eastern Suburbs Roosters were playing, then maybe I could get through the day. Uh, and so what I did was I just, I kind of, uh, my BD and I, we went out for lunch yesterday and uh, we went out for a fancy lunch and I just decided to start drinking and boy, did it fix everything almost immediately. This is the thing they don't tell you about alcoholism is it works pretty good as long as you can just keep, you just need to never stop drinking and things kind of just work out. It is amazing. It is the 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 natural elixir. If alcohol, if alcohol could just not delay the negativity that it is is solving, it would be a wonder drug. We would prescribe it for everything. You got cancer? Have some vodka. It won't make you better, but it will make you okay with dying, as far as I can tell. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you're out there drinking. Don't know if it's a Tuesday morning. Get into it. 
You got a big work presentation today. Are you nervous about it? You won't be after a couple of bloody Marys. And while I'm at it, you know, go do some gambling. Just do all of the things the government uh, tells you not to, but also has a vested interest in you doing. Um, so that was the weekend. What else is happening? Well, I uh, I discovered today how much my wedding is going to cost. I'm, I can talk about this because it's a safe space because my partner never listens to it. Um, and uh, But my partner's father does. Chris Green, don't, don't knock on me here, man. All right, let's keep this in the family. You know, not biological family, but to you know, you know what I mean. Don't don't tell me I'm saying this. Oh my god, to see it written down. We're spending the amount of money on a wedding. I would feel guilty spending on a car, and we're doing it on a day. Unbelievable. I don't think she's home. No, she's not. That's good. All right, fuck. I get it. It's gonna be a, a memorable day. We'll never forget it uh, because I am never gonna stop talking about it because I'm gonna be like, you know, we 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 could have think about all. The, I recently saw a poster for the Fred Hollows Foundation that reminded me you could restore sight to a child for $25. Do you know how many children will never see again because we want a band and a DJ? Now, granted, that was not really the conversation at any point. We were never like, should we get married or should we uh, start helping young people see again? That wasn't... I mean, it's more... If I'm honest, what I would really like is a PlayStation 5. Um... But that's also off the table. Uh, PlayStation 5, uh, 500 bucks. So it's only like 20 kids who can't see again. I mean, this wedding though, I don't want to say too much because I don't want you to judge me because I would judge me. I am judging me and I'm, and I'm still doing it. It is truly insane. And we did the, the kind of, all right, how are we going to afford this? We need to, we, we're getting some help from the parents, which is very, very lovely and, and very, uh, very generous of them. So we appreciate that, but we still need to close the gap somehow. And, uh, and, and I was like, I just, I, there's a lot, it's a lot of money to put aside. And then my partner said the four words that no 30 year old white man ever wants to hear. What about your crypto? <sighs> don't bring a theory. Don't bring Ethereum into this. What did, what did Ethereum ever do to you? All right. My Litecoins have nothing to do with us, all right? That is a separate issue. Don't you... De- you get your hands off them digitally. I'm going to... Ha- Look, my two... Inve- Here's where we're getting into the investment advice. Listen listen up, kids. I don't know if you've heard of cryptocurrency. It's the future. Now, here's what you want to do. You want to invest just before it hits the peak, all right? This is what I did. You want to invest... When Ethereum costs like five to six thousand dollars, so that when the uh, when the price plummets the way it was always going to, you can think, "Oh yeah." No, I can't. I'm trying to find a way to justify it. No, it was miserable. I I I, I literally bought almost at the peak, like a fucking idiot. This is the same feeling I get when I put a hundred dollars through a poker machine and it doesn't come out. What did you expect to happen? Everybody knows this was never how this works, but and but I didn't. So, um, what I really need to do, and what I really need to happen, is um, for all of the things I've invested in that then uh, almost instantly crashed to to really peak in the next six to eight months. So fingers crossed, 
fingers crossed for uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency to just reverse the trend of the last three years all of a sudden, right now as the markets are in turmoil. Great, great timing. It is... Um, what else? We talked about the wedding. We're, we're, we're getting plans in order. We've got, a, we've got a DJ. We've got a DJ who is going to curate a playlist um, according to our wishes, which is going to be very exciting. I'm going to do everything I can to make him my best friend. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm going to have to study. I'm going to have to study for the meeting with this DJ to make him think I know more about music than I really do. Uh, we've talked about speeches. We got a, we've, uh, we've decided that we're both going to speak, both my, my bride and I, at our wedding. We're both going to speak. It was just going to be me, but it's the two of us, so uh, the speech has instantly become 50% less funny. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll work out some kind of double act stuff we'll make it work it'll it's going to be great it's going to be great and as i said last time we're giving away three tickets to the ceremony to three loyal listeners uh now um mum and uh, chris green both of you are going to have to win those to if you want to get in uh that's just the best way to make sure that we're not letting in too many randos am i right maybe chibs gets in maybe chibs comes and does a live thousand one songs that makes you want to die podcast at the ceremony we can we can play we can play some. Uh, what else? What else can we talk about? Is this this is gonna be a weird note to end on? Maybe I can make it good. I okay. So a couple of weeks ago was uh, International Neurotypical Celebration Week. Uh, I, I hope you guys have recovered from the celebrations. You couldn't you couldn't move. Have you noticed how every day is a thing now? We went from Black History Month to Pride Month to Neurodiversity Celebration Week and in between them, International Coffee Day, International... It's just... It's ridiculous. You know, I found out you can buy one of those days for like 10 grand. For 10 grand, you can make it, you know, that whole international talk like a pirate day. It's just... It's so... It's... Oh, it's, it's, it's International uh, Ham and Cheese Croissant Day. Yeah, and every cafe reminds you of it. Like, no, you're not being a fat fuck. No, no, no. You're just you are celebrating. It's called being. It's called aligning with tradition. You know, you can be diabetic the other three hundred sixty four days of the year. For this day, let your hair down. And I'll be honest. I was at my cafe the other day. They're like, hey, do you know it's International Croissant Day? And I was like, well, I better get one. I suppose I almost did. I literally almost went. Well, if it's International Croissant Day, I best, I best, I don't want to offend any French people. Um, go ahead. Put it in the press. Uh, I'll look forward to it. Um, just anyway, it was a international neurotypical day, and so I read. I don't know if you guys saw this, and I don't know if this. Is, I'm probably way out of line talking about this, but here we go. Um, I read multiple, multiple news articles about uh, people celebrating their neurodiversity, and it was uh, it was specifically about ADHD. Now I thought maybe it was international. International ADHD Week. No, as you would all know, and I, I don't know how I forgot this, International ADHD Month is October. Um, it is a whole month because you just couldn't get it done in a week because you just keep getting distracted, don't you? You start celebrating ADHD and uh, and then you, you forget what you were doing. You forget why you're in the room in the first place. You went into the room to celebrate Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder and, uh, and, and then... The next thing you know, you're uh, you're you're staring at a at a metal spoon because it's so shiny and interesting, and then the next day, you're like fuck, that's right, I was trying to do it. And so over the course of a whole month, you can you can sort of patch together 
the days. And um, <laughs> just reading some of these articles, it's so funny. Seriously. This, this guy be like, you know, when I, I remember I was at university and uh, I just, I totally forgot that I had an assignment due that day and everyone else submitted it, but I didn't. And I didn't understand what had happened. And now I know it was because of my attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. If only I could go back and tell the young man, hey, this is not your fault. Nothing is anymore because you have a note from your doctor. Is it, what a great time it is to be alive, you know? No one's responsible for anything anymore. There's no more accountability for anything. Isn't that... We, <laughs> there is a disorder to blame. You, you go and tell a mental health professional things you aren't happy about by yourself, and they're like, don't worry, let me just consult the DSM and let's find uh, what disease we can blame this on so we can just all move on with our lives. Truly, I mean, I've thought about it. There is no, there's not a doubt in my mind I could get, I would say, minimum three diagnoses if I really, if I don't even have to try, but if I went and I just told the right stories, oh, ADHD, generalized anxiety disorder, maybe OCD, I reckon I could, I reckon for sure I could get a diagnosis. And that is not to say, that is not to say that some people don't truly struggle with these diseases, but it is to say there are some people who just struggle with life and the disease makes it all a little easier to cope with, doesn't it? Just really. <sighs> Go see Luke Heggie's hour and watch him do 20 minutes about mental health uh, in, in 2023 and take solace in knowing it's coming from a 40-something-year-old man who does not have to go home and then confront the opinions of 23-year-olds. <sighs> when do I do that? When do you talk to 23-year-olds, Tom? It's crazy stuff. Oh, what else is there to talk about? All right, we'll, we'll close with this. We'll, fi we'll finish. I, I don't know where this is going, but we'll see how it goes. It's um, Some of you may have, uh, if, as much as anything, this podcast is a, a, a tracking, a, a, what is the word? A, re a, reflect, a reflection on my slow ascent into the world of social media influencer. Uh, and slow is certainly the operative word, but it's it's happening slowly but surely. Four and a half thousand followers is where I will be when I have three hundred more followers. They're not important. Four 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 thousand into the four thousands. That is enough. That is enough for you when you go onto my profile and you see four and a half thousand followers, and then you see no tits. You go, wow, he's earned this. Sometimes you go into a pro profile and you see four and a half thousand followers and then you see just countless bikini pictures looking down, you know, re real top-down photos, selfies held at an 85-degree angle and you're like, oh, I, yep, I can put two and two together here. Uh, I can put Ds and Ds together. This is, it's very clear how we got here. You see me, you're like, wow, he must, he must be talented. And only more so now. Some of you may have gotten onto this. You might have seen Tom Whitcomb, Insta verified. Oof. It feels so right, doesn't it? It just makes sense. It just makes sense that now our Instagram people like we we know this guy. We know who this guy is. You, you're gonna like this. Trust us, because he pays us twenty five dollars a month. There's the admission, ladies and gentlemen. I have had some people get in touch like, whoa, verified. Good for you. Things must be going great. 
It is amazing the amount of people who are like, it looks like the comedy stuff is going well. And you're like, well, kind of, but also what? At best, fine. At best, it is going fine. Like, wow, you, you have videos of yourself performing? You must be good. Like, oh, no. This is, this, is, this is just a very expensive hobby at this stage. Um, uh, likewise, I've had a lot of people go, oh, you got Insta verified? It's like, yeah. I, the way that you get everything when you have no real pull sway or quantifiable talent is just, by just greasing the fucking wheels. Letting Mark Zuckerberg get his bloody beak wet, you know? I'm happy to. I'll be the first to hand over my credit card details to the Zuck. Take it. Mark Zuckerberg, you've already taken all of my childhood innocence and uh, my limited attention span. Might as well give you 25 bucks for the goddamn privilege. So that's how it's happened, guys. You too could be Instagram verified if you had $25 extra a month to spend. Um, although based on how much this wedding's going to cost me, that might not last much longer. When you guys see me lose my blue tick, you'll be like, fuck, that DJ better be good. And with that... Let's go back to the, the where we started. The old uh, intro music. But just 30 seconds again. No, no longer. Well, I hope uh, you've enjoyed the podcast. And I hope it's set you off. If, if that's what you're looking for, I hope it's put you to sleep. Um, look, at the end of the day, your numbers, you, the, the pl- play numbers are play numbers, you know. So, uh, look. I'm going to go. Hope you have a great week, and I will see you next week. Show some respect. Tom Wickham is doing.